Hello, friends and listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Party XP. I'm your host, Lacan, and joined once again is my friend, Jeff. Say hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. This is going to be a different, bit of a different episode. I've just gone, came back from PAX, and I want to talk a little bit about conventions in general. Uh, we, we just did an episode on, a little bit more focused on like, what I actually did at the, the PAX convention that this past weekend, uh, this, this last weekend. And, you know, me and Jeff already covered the games that I've went out and tried and, to, you know, the developers I've gotten a chance to talk to and all this other stuff, and, like the boost that I got to go see some cool shit, right? So in general, I just want to talk about um, how I go about, like, attending conventions, right? So a little personal history here. I started going to New York Comic Con is like my main convention that I go to. And I started going to that around 2013, 2014 or so. And I've basically been going every year except for one year where like I couldn't get off for work. But I've been going to that essentially every year. Uh, obviously not including the pandemic years as well too. But I go to pack, uh, go, go to NYCC. And then I have also started going to Anime NYC uh, twice now. And I've gone to PAX twice now. Uh, what about you? Pretty much just NYCC, but then like there's a lot of the uh, these like little indie ones, like these street art conventions and urban art ones that I tend to go to. But definitely NYCC, and it's kind of funny that you went, uh, you started going in 2013 because I think I started going in 2014. Oh really? And then yeah, been there like you said, uh, kind of like a lot. Yeah, well, I mean we've we've gone together several times. Yeah, yeah, we've, but we've definitely we've definitely done like the meet up in New York type of deal or. Uh, as of late, as we've gotten older, uh, we've done the uh, go to somebody. I'll go to your house more often than not because you're the one closer to New York, right? Yep. And we'll drive in or ride in together, depending on how we feel that day. Especially like if you're, you know, you have to like lug some stuff for cosplay or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's it's funny because like I think about it now, right? When we were younger, we put we would put up with way more bullshit than like we would nowadays you know what i mean like I, now it's like as we're older we're like i'm not dealing with this let's just let's just go ahead and make this as easy as for ourselves as possible <laughs> you mean like going onto the bus with like two huge bags full of funko pops oh, and other stuff exactly <laughs> yeah or walk through the city with these huge bags and then go on the bus with the huge bags i remember one year going up back home on the bus and it was fully packed so it was standing room only so i'm standing there with these two massive bags and trying not to fall on top of people so yeah, you feel a little rude for eating up all the space too. You know what I mean? Well, that and I just didn't want them to mess with my, my you know, the boxes. Your stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there, there's that, and it's also like, hey, sorry, I'm one person, but I take up the space of three people just because I'm carrying these massive things that I'm bringing back from a convention. Exactly. I feel rude a little bit as well. A little bit. That's yeah. fair. Let's get a little bit into, I guess, um, like so again, we we we've talked about very short, right? We talked about what conventions we have attended, right? If again, for you, it's mostly NYCC, right, yep. and some smaller stuff. There's yeah, there's some local conventions around here now too in um in Jersey that are smaller, right? There's a, there's a there's a pretty big one still in in Atlantic City. Uh, there's a what is it? I think it's a not Kotaku Con, but it's like something else. There's one in Edison, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of cool because it used to be at Middlesex County College, I think it was. And I think it got bigger, so like they know. I think they're still it's renting like a larger space. There's still a relatively small convention, but it's it's cool that it's, it, there's more stuff here now. Yep. Um, but you know, New York Comic Con, Anime NYC, those are both in the Javits Center in New York, right? And yep. um, obviously, the, going to the city in general is like a trip. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. You, everyone has their own like way of navigating those types of trips. And then PAX is obviously even bigger because I have to travel for that. My friend, he's been he's been to Emerald City Comic Con, if I remember correctly. Anything he else? I don't know if he went to Indie PopCon. Ooh, that's one that in Indianapolis, good. right? Yeah, that's Indie, Indie PopCon. So he's been to those two, and obviously those are even more of a trip because you're flying out to actually go see those things. Yeah, um, which is cool if that's your scene. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely sure that if I was more into more typical comic conventions, I'd be more interested in going myself. But just for me, it's like I kind of like I like one. I don't like flying. I'm I'm big. I don't like getting onto the plane and shoving myself into a tiny seat for five hours. 
or more or more exactly um if i have to it happens right for me like you know i'll, I'll rather t- i'd rather deal with like a five-hour drive <laughs> because oh. at least i'm in my car yeah and, you know and then I, if, especially once i get out of the convention i can do whatever i want yeah plus like you can stop off the pee get some food there's some cool scenery yeah exactly yeah. I'd, rather, I'd rather do that and yeah. i can travel myself to the city myself afterward preparing for conventions i guess how do you how do you go about them right so let's let's go with let's go with like new york comic-con because that, right. that's, that's a common ground we share here yep. right Early on, it's always getting the tickets. That's the first bit, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Uh, you are, basically, <laughs> you get my ticket for the last, like, five years now. I think even, yeah, for the last, like, seven years now, essentially, you've bought my ticket for me because I don't want to deal with it anymore. Yep. Um, and luckily for you, you have, usually have, you're usually free the time, the day they're going up, right? For the most part. Oh, dude. So what's the, what's the process like for those days? Because I know they're, I know they're rough. Oh, it's, it's. It, and it's rougher than it was before because now you can have the fan and, you know, super fan tier. So that's actually been really helpful. But previously, you know, you have to spot out time. And it got to the point where I was using one of those taskers to, like, you know, sign on to the website right away exactly at the time. And then sometimes it would click too early. But before that, you know, like, I'd have a clock and then have it tick down. And then right on the dot, you got to sign on. And then you join the virtual queue, which is just... You're sitting there for whenever. Yeah, that's been a shit show for the last couple of years for New York Comic Con specifically. Oh yeah, because um, I've also done. I've also tried to do some of the uh, po- the the pop Funko pop figure stuff. You know, yep. the, the pre sale or the exclusive side sale of like New York Comic Con exclusives, yeah. which is annoying. I've done that stuff, and it's like it's such a pain to get into. Oh it's, no, it's it such really a pain is. to deal with. Yeah, I hate it with a passion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, usually you get into the queue before I do. Mm-hmm. Um. So then what's the, so you're in the virtual line, you're waiting for your essentially your ticket to be called, your number to be called. Yep. And then what's the it's just, I'm assuming it's just like a regular checkout process after that, right? Well, up until recently, because then, you know, when you have to sign up for the um you know, the extra panels or whatever or not, or you know, to join the lotters or things, that's when that's when it got uh, pretty rough the past couple of years, because then you have to sign up for it. And if there's an opening, cool. And it's kind of like when you're, you're checking out for an item, you know, virtual checkout for, for buying something. Like, if it's taken already and you don't know by the time you get the checkout, you got to start all the way from ordering again, and it's just painful that way. So, yeah, it's it's gotten both better and worse, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, I know that they separated some things, right? They separated, the, like, the signings for the for stuff now, the autographs. Yep. The panels, they've they've made that, like, a separate tab now before. Yep. Then, or then before, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's the thing you're talking about. Then they they they've changed up how they process stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So before it used to be all in one shot. Yep. All in one shot, that and then absolutely uh, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like oh yeah, I think three year uh, the year pre pandemic. I th- yeah. So yeah, the year actually pre uh, pre pandemic I think was ideal where you kind of just join the lottery and then it's perfectly random and then you really can't blame anyone because you know there's no time based you know, element there, you know, checking out, things like that. It's just, well, random chance. And if you get it, you get it. Cool. If you don't, you don't, you know, and it, it's fair. So. Yeah. I mean, kind of fair, right? Because I, it fair. also depends on like who happens to be off that day. They have to be on their home internet that day, which is usually faster than your phone. Really? Because I've, I've actually found it the other way around. Really? Where like, yeah, like. Uh, if you got lucky on your phone more than recent? Yep. Oh, okay, cool. That's that's, that's surprising because like for me, I, I, I try to always go for phone stuff and I always get unlucky. Yeah. Um, I usually get most of my like quote-unquote wins on like when i'm on my home internet interesting yeah because obviously you know, there's people who like you know like our friends who do like the supreme stuff or like you know the uh the drop stuff mm-hmm. and they're always at home yeah you know they do that stuff so like 
I always just assumed that like my home internet would be better than using my phone. And it's funny because I tried that and then I actually did an experiment for the past, you know, two or three years where, you know, I I have actually two phones, my computer, a tablet, and tried to sign on. And then, yeah, uh, I'd say, was it two out of three times the phone would get there first? Oh, that's cool. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's a nice little tidbit, I guess. Yeah. Right? Okay. So we get the badges slash tickets for the convention, right? Yep. Yeah, the whole fan verification thing. I have to give you my information so you can make sure that you pass. You're able to pass the badge along to me, right? Exactly. And then usually for like you and me, okay, we, I mean you and me just chill in general, right? Yeah. But uh, I mean, there's, there was a little point where you and me got uh, split up a little bit in terms of like our like scheduling, I guess if we, we want to call it that, right? Yep. Where like okay, so like usually like two months before the convention, before New York Comic Con, we'll meet up somewhere. We'll yeah. usually grab a bite, right? We'll usually grab a bite to eat. Yeah. Uh, chill for a bit and. It's like a handoff of the badge, right? There's right. I, there's that. And then we usually don't really see each other until like the convention day again. Oh, actually, yeah. You yeah, yeah. you forgot to mention the time in between because right after getting the badges, then we start talking about, oh, we're bringing a pause cosplay. We're going to do this. We're going to prepare. Oh, yeah, duh. Yeah. Yeah, there's, that, there's the whole like uh, excitement like phase of like, what are we doing this year? Are we doing a group thing? Are we doing everything separately? Do you have plans already made up for this year? Yeah. Um, which for me, I've started cosplaying... Uh, was like 2016, 2017, maybe I started cosplaying? I think so, yeah. Yeah, because the first couple of years I was just attending. And I yeah. was like, yeah, I was just going, you know, comfy sneakers, jeans, shirt, whatever, right? And just yep. kind of enjoy, my, enjoy myself be just being a nerd for the day, right? Yeah. And that's what it's about. Yeah, exactly. Just enjoy, enjoy this thing that you happen to enjoy. And then you realize, oh, I'm not the only person who likes this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, especially comics. Like, nerd culture is so big now that everyone just kind of enjoys it, right? I mean, even if we go outside of, like, New York Comic Con, I went to, like, a car show a couple years ago, right? I was mm -hmm. with the uh, the Stash House guys. Oh, nice. And I was helping vent for them. It was, you know, just, like, a fun thing. It was just cool to be, like, in uh, Atlantic City. Got to see a couple cool cars. Some really cool, like, you know, some really stanced out, like, weird cars, right? I saw this dude with a Nissan Sentra. And oh. It, yes, like, stanced, like, slammed to the ground. Really cool, really good rap job. Nice. Um, And, like, the other guy had a bunch of customizations done to his engine. It was like it was you know super cool like a car you wouldn't think of being like a really street ready type of vehicle right right yeah like if you're gonna race rocket it's usually like a Honda Civic or something like Toyota that. Yeah, yeah exactly right no this, yeah. this is Nissan Sentra I was like this is kind of sick it's kind of you know I mean like just walking around those con you know even they we'll call it we can call that a convention it's you know it's a car show right yeah whatever it's a convention it's, it's some, some a place where you're gathering for a specific topic that you and everybody else seems to be interested in basically right, right? at which point then yeah i could say that yeah i did do some cons even when i was a kid because we would go to the car show with my dad and then, yeah uh, something yeah. like that yeah exactly like you know the, the, there's always like the uh the car expos and stuff like that especially mm -hmm. in new york or like you know in around jersey right um but yeah, so like that's it depends on like where which one I'm going to and how I want to prep for them, right? Yeah, uh, those are usually more like relaxed because I'm just like okay, I'm gonna hear for whatever, so I'm just gonna right. go and take a lap at some point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for like so like back to like New York Comic Con specifically, I guess or like nerd convention. Yeah, because I don't think anyone cosplays for for the New York Auto Show. No, I highly doubt <laughs> it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Props but, if they did though. Yeah, if they did. Yeah, why not? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But for us, yeah, there's that little bit of like period where we start doing the uh, what are you dressing as? We're doing a group cosplay. Um, for me, again, 2016 as I started cosplaying or so, and I think I, I did Sans, I believe, was my first cosplay. Yep. Because Undertale was like just popped off, I think, that year. I want to mm -hmm. say just happened. And I was caught up in that wave, absolutely. So I did a, I did, I did a Sans cosplay. I'm, I'm a nerd. I'm not, I'm not afraid to do that. <laughs> oh, no. You have, to, you have to embrace your nerdhood because, like, look, I mean, this, this is the only life you got, so enjoy it. Especially yeah. you got the opportunity. Yeah. And especially, and especially these conventions, that's the whole point of them. Yeah. We're all nerds there. That's part of the Like, fun. I found another Sans at that convention. Like, yeah. that, that, that year, and I found a papyrus. 
Like nice. I took a picture. I took a picture with them. I was like, yeah, "This is great." Like I, the people who are also very into this game that I happen to be into. Oh hell yeah! And versus like you know, my friends who have never even played the game have no idea what I'm talking about. At least I found some other people who have some you know common ground who are strangers. Yeah. You know? So that's that's always fun to do. Always fun. Yeah. Especially like the more obscure that you you know the more obscure nerd or fandom that you're repping, and then when you see people like it, you're like. <gasps> My people, yeah. as opposed to like you know all the Doctor Who's, which is still fun. You know, yeah. nothing wrong with that. But everyone, yeah. but like it's also like everyone knows who Doctor Who is. Yeah, yeah, or like, or like all the Jedi's, you know, and like yeah. you tell like the lazy Jedi's that just put a robe on. Yeah. Which is honestly, uh, again, like the older I've gotten, I'm like, do it, you honestly, because like <laughs> I've done like more uh, intricate cosplays the last couple of years, and I'm like, this is a pain. Oh, dude, like the, like, the comfy cosplays are where it's at. Oh, because like I was gonna say the the the, the gender band amethyst was uh, the high point for you. That was so comfortable because it was literally just a pair of sneakers, black pants, you know, a t shirt and a vest on top of it. Yeah, but then the paint. The paint was a pain in the ass. Yeah, and I'm like, it was so comfy, and then I made it so much more painful that day just to <laughs> worry about the paint. Uh, but yeah, so there was like I did a Sans cosplay. What else did I do? What have I done at this point? Uh, I'm trying to remember gender band amethyst. I know that that was like 2018. I think it was. Yeah, uh, that was fun. Which was weird because, again, I painted myself purple because Amethyst uh, from Steven Universe is purple. But that was around the same time that, like, Thanos was starting to become really big in the MCU. Uh. So people were like, are you Thanos? I'm like, no. It's a very... We're talking about, like, size of Steven Universe versus, like, the MCU. Yeah, the MCU is massive at this point. And Steven Universe is kind of like a... Not niche (laughs) show because it's still a big show. But it's it's tiny in comparison to the MCU. Yeah, so it's more like Steven galaxy yeah and it's just like no like very specific people knew who i was or what i was referencing which is great yeah, yeah. and then you know those people were like oh sick you're an amethyst I'm like, yeah and um so I'll, I'll take a picture with people and stuff like that yeah and then after amethyst i don't think i had to cosplay the next year afterward 2019 yeah because i think that's when we started like actually running and like you know like really really gaming for uh, you know going for uh exclusives and yeah stuff like that. and it's fine like, i don't like doing that stuff but it's, it's fine yeah. it's fine uh, and then we had the pandemic year, which we missed out on, right? Yeah. 2021? 20... Did we have a convention in 2021? We did, right? I think we did. I mean, I, I know I did the vir- the, the virtual one. We had one to, because I did Iro. Right, uh, right, yeah. right. Oh, okay, no, 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 sorry. I go back. That was probably your high point. Yeah, 2020, so obviously pandemic year, nothing happened that year. Yeah. Oh, was, oh no, it was, it was virtual. Virtual. It was, it was, it was right, but it's fine. If you're, if you're really in the scene, you really want to get a, stay as plugged in as much as possible, which is awesome yeah. for people who do that stuff, right? Right. Well, it's awesome. You can you can do all that stuff. Um, but it's not, as, it's not nearly as fun. No, it's not, it's not as fun as like a proper convention. You yeah. Know what I mean, 2021, the return of New York Comic Con still technically within the pandemic, right? Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's a weird thing where like a lot of the countries kind of opened up, but we're kind of like cautiously tipping our toes back into the, you know, back back out there. Yep. I went as Uncle Iroh and I'm very happy of that cosplay. Yeah, you're, you're right. I think that might have, been my, might have been my highlight still personally of like my favorite costume. Well, I mean, I like the costume that I did last year too. Actually, yeah, I, yeah, no, because you're, 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 yours last year and the previous year, Uncle Iroh and, uh, man, what was his name? Wong. Wong, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, okay, I, I'd say they're both on par because like, you know, there was more effort that went into the Amethyst. It was more standout, like you know. And that yeah. was like that was still like a me project. Yes, I still did it. Yeah, which is why it was like some parts were good, some parts were like clearly like, oh no, I made this. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not, I'm not an artist. I can't, I can't make all this stuff myself. Yeah, but I'm proud. I still have the rose whip over there from the Amethyst costume. Nice. Um, use and, it on some other people now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, the for the last two years now. 2021, 2022, I have commissioned my my two cosplays. 
Um, moving moving up in the world. Yeah. Um, and again, it's just like I can't do it. So I, like I'll I'll pay somebody for their skills to make me a costume, especially to, so I, so I can try to embody a character that I really really like. Yep. You know, like I love Uncle Iroh from the Avatar: The Last Airbender series. So I I went around as uh, Uncle Iroh in 2021, and then last year I went around as Wong. Uh, which you know, because again, like Wong's like a cool character. We don't get to see a whole lot of him. Yeah, but he's a cool character, right? Well, oh, we definitely. got to see more of him recently because of obviously like the uh, She Hulk, right? Right. Uh, but it was funny because during that, during last year's convention, New York Comic Con, I hadn't watched She Hulk yet. I so a lot of people could... were referencing like uh, Madison. She's like a, ma- oh, a character in the right. show. Yeah. And I would just like laugh along, and be like, "Ha ha! I don't know who that is." You yeah. know, like, I would just like, I was like, I was like walking, I was like, I, like, you know, like acknowledge the joke, and I'm like. Walk away like shit. I don't. I don't, I don't. <laughs> like, what, what's the reference? And uh, confession, yeah, I actually didn't watch She-Hulk either. Really? I mean, because the thing is, like, with with MCU, there's just so it's much, too much out there. It's yeah. too much now. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like essentially, any of the Disney properties, there's just way too much stuff out. No, there. no, 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 no. Absolutely, absolutely, that's the case. And yeah. it took me a while to get to She-Hulk, but once I got into it, it was a fun watch. Okay. I, I will admit that it's a fun watch. Um, it's a, it's a bit different from the other shows that they've done, but it's fun. I enjoyed it. All right, cool. Uh, but yeah, so like I did the Wong costume, and that was like a much more intricate cosplay, and it was very fun to do. And again, I would like to. I'm probably gonna. Those are since those are like you know very nice uh, costumes I had made uh, from Pantapuff. That's her name. I'm gonna go ahead and shout her out right now. Um, if you guys check her out, she was in Portugal before I think, and now she's in Spain. She oh, went, nice. I found, I found her on Fiverr. That's actually where I <laughs> commissioned <laughs> her from. So it, was, it worked out. She's like she's like a ta- she's like a a tailor slash a seamstress. So she ended up doing cosplay on the side too, and it's it's awesome. She's uh, she's great. And yeah, I hope she listens to the episode because yeah, those those cosplays were amazing. Yeah, and you got you got a lot of props for that. I did. Yeah, I, that was the first time I really got. So like again, I've done like the Amethyst cosplay, the Sans cosplay, and then I took a couple years off from doing it. Right. Yep. Uh, I got stopped a lot during the Iroh and the Wong. <laughs> I remember that. I remember you going through. Uh, I think you made the mistake of going down Cosplay Alley and everyone was taking pictures or wanting yeah, to stop you. Like, yeah. Because we were because it happened to be the fastest way to cut through the convention. Like go outside a little bit, yep. you know what I mean, and try to get there just so I can get the opposite side of the building. Yep. And like every like five, you know, steps, we just get stopped by somebody. Yo, can you get a picture? What? You know, like Uncle Iroh. Uncle like, Iroh. Exactly. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. Hopefully these guys are still there. They don't feel. <laughs> they, I don't feel. I don't feel rude. I feel rude like you know making them wait for me because we're trying to meet up with people. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's it's just uh it's just a consequence of you know. If you're cosplaying, you know you're doing it. You know you're you're gonna get some attention, and it's perfectly fine because obviously you, the whole point is you enjoying your nerdism with everybody else, right? Exactly. In in terms of cosplay, I always. Uh, how many days of Comic Con do you do? Because I, I only do two usually. I used to do three. Oh, I'm uh, I'm a glutton for pain. I started out doing two, and then uh, I've I've graduated to four. Ugh, yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. I used to do threes, which was like kind of rough to begin with. The third. The third because I would do the Friday, Saturday, and then the Sunday. Mm-hmm. The Sunday's one's kind of rough for because you've already done two days in the city. Yeah. We got to deal with like going to church in the morning mm-hmm. and then like, <laughs> and then go back into the city afterwards after I'm already, I'm still dead. I haven't recovered yet. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I've as of late, I've cut down to two. That's That's been like me. I've only been doing two since like 2018. Yeah. That's my thing now. I'll do like a Friday, Saturday. And the last year, I did Thursday, Friday because Thursday's usually a little more relaxed. Friday's mm-hmm. a little bit busy starting to get there. And then Saturday and Sunday, Saturday is usually like a like a full on free for all, yeah. and then Sunday's like a 50-50 chance of being chill or people trying to catch up because they, have, they didn't get to go the other days. Exactly, um, and Sundays usually they when people bring their kids. Yeah, uh, actually, actually, yeah, Sunday tickets um, usually kids tickets sell out first. Ah, uh, surprising. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. What was I saying? Oh yeah. So before before I lose my last train, I thought we can move on to your uh, your bits here. I will do one day 
of, which is again why I'm asking how many days you usually do. I do one day just dressed up. Like, not, not, like reg, reg, regularly dressed up, right? Regular clothes. I try to do most of my shopping on the first day. Yep. I will try to always like get figurines, exclusive pins, get certain autographs done. I will try to always get them done the first day. Yep. Anything where I have to be carrying a bunch of shit on the way back home, uh, I will try to get it done the first day so I don't have to do it the next day when I'm cosplaying. Because, you know, like... Being in cosplay and carrying like a bunch of merch bags, it kind of breaks the illusion of the character. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? And I'll still, I still have to buy. Sometimes I have no chance. I have to buy things the next day. It just happens, right? Yeah. But for the most part, I try to do like one day, just regular street clothes. The next day in cosplay, and I'll still do a little bit of shopping, most likely. But yeah. it's just like I don't have it in me to do like three days worth, do cosplay two days or whatever, right? I'll just do that. That's personally what I do nowadays. Right. What about you? Yeah, I mean, and that's what I wanted to bring up too. Like you know. Going, you know, going four days, and you know, you and I have figured it out. The kicker, the 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 key, the you know, it's it's Thursday. You know, like just go Thursday, get a lay of the land, go do whatever shopping you got to do, and like you can stretch your arms out and like you don't touch people. And then you're like Friday, it's a little bit more cramped, and then Saturday you're just straight up sardines. Yeah. But Thursday, Thursday honestly is like probably my favorite day. Yeah, Thursday's Thursday's been nice as of the last two years that I've been doing it. Or, yeah. Yeah, two years now, right? Yeah, two years that I've been doing it. Yeah, way more relaxed. A little more room to breathe, and especially if you're like one of those dudes who are like fiending, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. You're the dude, you're people who do the uh, exclusives. You do a little bit of reselling on the side, right? You know, make a little bit of money back from your convention as you're going to. You know, yeah. Why not? I I get it. Make your money, right? Yeah. Thursday's the day you want to go on, so you can get all your shopping done in one shot. Oh yeah. Or lucky the lucky the likeliest chance for you to get most of your shopping done in one shot. Yep. That's how I see it. Yeah. Thursday or the beginning of Friday. That's that's what's up. Yeah. So when you because. Uh, when we attend, you you you're usually doing like the comfier cosplays, right? That's your that's your that's your whole shtick. And like, it's funny because like the time period from getting the tickets to the time that we meet up is the time that I like to refer to as called lying to myself. Because mm, <laughs> it's okay. like, yeah, I want to cosplay like this, I want to do that. Like, like yeah, the, the grill for me is to dress up as like... Group cosplay, yeah, group, get everybody to cooperate, get on the same boat, right? Exactly. Never fucking happens. Never happens. Never, Never happens. I mean, well, we we kind of lucked out one year because we did the tribute uh, for Abby, you know, uh, you yeah. know who, uh, you know, sadly, you know... A friend of ours passed away. Yeah, from from COVID. So like the the next year when we did find you know Return of the Con, you know a bunch of us you know cosplay as Harry, you know in Harry Potter robes and, and stuff. So yeah, like it actually worked out. You know one year where we planned a sort of ensemble cosplay where a bunch of us you know dressed up in you know in our Harry Potter robes and you know, we were able to take group pictures that way and it was it was nice. Yeah, you know, that was the, that was the one year we were able to do the the group ensemble cosplay. And then the other holy grail for cosplay for me is uh, you know do like Voltron or like a Transformer. Oh, or like, a, like a big old heavy duty style yeah. cosplay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So one, I mean, the cool thing we see uh, is we see the people who do like the Hulkbuster oh, or like the yeah. Reinhardt from Overwatch one, right? Those massive ones. Bumblebee. Yeah. Yeah, those are sick. But it's obviously obviously it's like those are must be a a pain to wear around for a whole day and right. be in be in that character the whole day, right? You got to deal with being in cosplay, people having to stop you. You're not you're not you're not going for the convention for yourself at that point. Yeah, that's more of like I'm doing this because you know it's like a, a, a passion project or a hobby that you really like doing, or you're a professional cosplayer and like your job is for exposure. Yep, you know what I mean. Yep. So like you commit you're committing to losing your day to be everybody else's like attraction. Exactly, that's your point. Yeah, right? you're a moving attraction. That's not. Maybe you're not. Maybe you are. Maybe you're not sponsored by uh, you know Comic Con itself. But like, yeah, it brings a lot of attention. Although it does make me kind of question. Like, oh, actually, two things. A, in that case, Thursday's your day to just go as a normal person, go do your shopping, go yeah. check it out and enjoy. And then the other thing is too, like, how do you really bring it into the city? Like, imagine like bringing like a van or truckload. Yeah, of gear. Yeah. 
right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, like I remember seeing the guy in the in the in the Hulkbuster, and like he was wearing the bottom half, and then the top half he was, he had to get put on. But I'm like, wow, that's a lot of work. Yeah. And then it, how do you bring it in? Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely like a whole thing. It's a whole procedure for that one dude. And again, that props to props to those guys, right? Oh, seriously, yeah. Um, there's a reason why like I do the one day regular day, the one day cosplay, and that's already enough for me to do. And most of my cosplays are just clothing, just yep. robes, you know, maybe a pair of pants on underneath, and like. Heavier because I'm layering stuff on. That's that's basically it yep. for me. Same um, for them. They're doing like full on like PVC suits and armor, like made out of paper mache or like you know, 3D printing and all this other stuff. It's like I'm not doing that. Yeah. I, oh no, they're they're intricate. It's it's crazy, but it's yeah. really good. It's sick. Yeah. But it's just like I'm not doing this. <laughs> Absolutely. Unless I'm getting paid for it, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Yeah, so that's 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 one of those cool things that we we really like to see at conventions. We always we always want to see like what's the cool costume this year, right? There's always exactly. there's always like the one professional who's like who's the standout. And we're like we're, we're like what is it this year? Uh, yeah. I remember there was a Alex Luthor a couple years ago in the suit. Remember? Yeah, yeah like that dude, the, the big old. Clearly, he's in like stilts, you know, what I mean? because he obviously has to be higher up and all this other stuff. And the big old Lex Luthor like mech suit type of deal. Yeah, um, that was good. Yeah, that was really cool. And I, yeah. I remember the one year we also got to see the. Uh, the bad Batman, the the Batman. Oh yeah, the Batman who laughs. No, not that one. The, no? the bad Batman, Ben Affleck Batman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> really? Because when you say bad Batman, I'm thinking like, oh, George Clooney. Yo, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Depends on where we want to go, right? Exactly. I'll find, I'll find back to me when I want to roll back. Yeah. Uh, no, the the, the one with the the the, uh, the one with the sh- the shotgun Batman. Remember? Oh, Batman yeah, for yeah. Superman. Yeah, the, the the Batman where he actually used like firearms. And yeah, stuff, exactly. Like, yeah. And I, I called the bad Batman, but like it's, it's more that it, that was just a bad movie. That's that's what that's what more of my point is. It, yeah. it, was, it was a bad movie. Yeah. Uh, ben Affleck was a perfectly fine, adequate Batman. He was fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. No. I, I way get, better than Clooney. Yeah. Way better. Than, <laughs> 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 gladly admit that. Uh, but yeah, like you know, like, I remember it was like seeing those because they're obviously from different storylines, right? But seeing them stand next to each other, it's like it's still still cool to see, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's like you know uh, how we do our cosplay stuff, um, especially like, like or at least like if, at least our, our things on cosplay now, I guess, right? Yeah. Let's, let's roll it back a little bit even before the conventions, right? How do you prep for conventions? And that's the thing, like um, you know, at the beginning, I mean, yeah, when when you're a first timer going to a convention, just go enjoy it. And now, now it's crazy because, like, you know, we're like, oh, what are the exclusives? What's happening? Yeah, we're I doing, gotta... Now we're doing research, and oh, it's yeah. not it's like this used to be fun. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is why, like, th- this pa- <laughs> this past year, I basically said, I will help you on certain things, but on the second day is me. I, like, I, if, if it happens to, like, be open time, sure, I'll help you out, but don't ask me to do certain things. I yeah. absolutely, like, the, my friend, you know, our friends ask us to hold spots in lines of that. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll do that. You know what I mean? If, I, if, if you're like, oh, cool, I'm just between signings for me, I'll do that. Why not? Yeah. Perfectly fine. But uh, don't ask me to, like... You know, wait in line for three hours for one thing. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, that was me, and that was painful for three three days. It was and rough. Then, yeah, and then there was the one day, and yeah, actually Sunday. It was great. And as a matter of fact, I got there early on Sunday. I was actually able to get one of the exclusives and then enjoy the rest of, uh, you know, the time. But yeah, no, like yeah, it, lately it's been work. Yeah, but for, but is back to the original point is like yeah, go for yourself. That's yeah. the first biggest thing. Go go for conventions for yourself. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. But like, um, so for prepping, prepping for conventions, what do you usually do now? Because obviously now we do a little bit of research with for us specifically. We try to figure out what are the exclusives that I want, which ones are going to be hard, which ones are kind of guessing game, like what's going to be hard to get, right? Yep. And then it's also like what panels we want to go see, try to sign up for and do all this stuff. Yep. Um, is there anything we have to see there, right? Exactly. And then obviously prepping like our bags for the convention. You that know, that, that's the other thing. Like, yeah. what's your kit for the day, yeah. right? So, um, you want to start off here then, I guess? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Cause, I mean, I'll, I'll go for it. Cause, yeah, I mean, 
Number one, yeah, look at what the exclusives are, and especially now that there are there, you know, there are certain exclusives that you need to get access to that you know you're in the lottery for or whatever. And then the other one are the exclusives where you got to run. Yeah, yeah, and that's the tough part. You you got to run. You're in line for maybe an hour, maybe two hours if you're lucky. If you're lucky, fifty minutes. Yeah, yeah. and then you got to figure where they where they are, and that's where the key comes in, which is Thursday. Yeah, you, know, you get a lay of the land. If you're lucky, you can you can snipe some of those exclusives, but. You know, Thursday, you figure it out. It's and, still busy, but yeah. not as busy. That's basically what it is. But there's still people who, who figured it out already. They're yeah. like, no, Thursday's the day I go to buy all my stuff. And they'll, those those people who, like, you know, like, you know, fiend for that stuff, they've yeah. shifted over now to doing the Thursday day. Oh, so they're learning. That's what I saw, at least this year, right? Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, no, Thursday, this, Thursday, this year's was, Thursday was busy. It was yeah. weird. It was confusing yeah. for us because we usually we expected Thursday to be the chill day. Well, Thursday was busy if you're sniping. If you're feeding yeah. and sniping, because but if you're just like going there, they're chill. It was actually great, because like remember when we were done, like it was like oh, it's not bad. Yeah, we, yeah. Were, we weren't like feeling like dead at the end of the day and all yeah. that stuff. It was fine. Yeah, but yeah, so like you know, you do your research, you do your feeding on the first day. Hopefully, you, you're doing it, which is usually again like hopefully it's better the first day than the second day. Yeah, there's there's weirdness if you do like if you do only a weekend, if you do Saturday Sunday. Yeah, you're doing most of your shopping most most likely Sunday. Yeah, you're not doing a Saturday shopping day. Yeah, Saturday's and and, and that's the thing because like you know Saturday's the day to kind of go look at cosplay. Like if you're shopping on Saturday, like that you have fun with that. That's, yeah. the, you, you screwed up <laughs> your, your, whole, your whole convention day, honestly. At that point. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like uh, yeah, you do your your prep for yep. the first day, hopefully for you. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you're doing a research for where you want to go. Yep. Uh, what's your kit look like during these convention days? Ah, definitely backpack. Um, yeah, obviously. Yeah, and and especially like having having a, one of the things. Actually, actually, one of the things I do want to bring up is like you know you do have access to some of the code checks, so take advantage of that. Yes, if yeah. you if you have access to the code checks, please do 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 actually leave your shit there. Yeah. It's secure. You don't have to worry about things getting stolen out of there, which is perfectly amazing, uh, yep. right? You can actually like leave some of your merch there too, right? From yeah. understanding, yep. yeah. So there you go. You can actually leave your stuff together with other stuff and not have to carry it the whole the whole whole day. Yeah, and that's the thing because you know, like we're talking about, how do you prepare? Like one of the things is you do, you have to prepare for that level of logistics. I mean, yeah. honestly, if you can go to a con where you can self park, that's fantastic. Self park. Mm. Bring your stuff, drop it in the car, go back and not have to carry anything or, you know, reload up if you like. Yeah, yeah. But that, you know, that's part of the prep, like logistics, which it's kind of funny. Like you mentioned, like it's gotten more painful lately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, so like a couple of years ago, we had our uh, our friend Bobby, right? He lives in New York. He lived like a block, like a block, couple blocks away from the Javits Center, which is great. Yep. Uh, I mean, not for us specifically. I wasn't leaving anything at his place personally. Same. Um, but I know like the other guys who spend the whole three, four days at Comic Con. Hey, can we drop off something for the day, and we'll come back and get it at the end of the night, and you know, head back, head back home, back to Jersey, right? Yeah. For us, as of the last three conventions we've gone to now, or the last mm-hmm. three New York Comic Cons, yep, we've driven in. Yep. No, I'm no longer taking the train, um, because I get into pain. Yeah. And then having to go back onto the train at the end of the night. It's rough, especially if you're carrying a lot of merch, right? We were talking about it in the beginning, the, or the earlier beginning part of this podcast. Yep. Um, we get to go, like, sure, like, we can't stop off the car, like, every two hours or so. We can't do that, right? Yeah. Um, because the car is parked inside of a parking deck. They're, the, 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 the car parks are doing all that stuff. They're, they're yeah. deep in the parking deck. But at least, like, at the end of the night, you can carry all your stuff, toss it in your trunk, drive home, 
no longer a problem. And you don't got to walk like a mile, two miles. We're talking like two blocks away from the convention center. Yeah. Maybe even one block. Yeah. And it's like the best thing we, that you started doing and I joined you in basically for yeah. it. Oh, no, it's worth it. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, you carpool. And especially having an SUV, toss the stuff in the trunk. Yeah. We can bring some other people with us. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it just makes that makes the end part of the, the trip way more easy to deal with. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the, this is like the logistical part, the planning stuff, right, of how yeah. we do stuff right here, right? Um, and then also the scheduling, too, because, like, you have to figure out, you know, what panels you want to go to, what exclusives you want to go to, what you want to see, and you kind of got to rank them because a lot of the times they're around the same time or they're in different parts of the building. Yeah. You got to run back and forth. Yeah, you got to yeah. figure out where you're going to be going for that stuff, right? Yeah. Um, yeah so rolling back a little bit, uh, kit, what are, you, what are you usually bringing? So you had a backpack. Uh, obviously, we're, you're, you're not allowed to bring certain things into place, right? You're, you're not allowed to bring if you if you're a person who carries like a pocket knife on them, like at all yeah. times, like utility, not for like stabbing people, like yeah. for, for like utility, right? Yeah. Um, so it's always like when you're, you're always going to need a knife at some point, right? Right. Yeah. You but can't yeah. you can't bring that in, obviously. Yeah. Cos- um, cosplay is John Wick, but don't be John Wick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but like you know, my backpack is like for me. Uh, what is it? It's like a battery pack. Yep. Uh, a charger, a cable, a car cable for Apple as well. I will try to be a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I, I'm an Android guy. I always have an app, like a Lightning cable for somebody else. Yep. Oh, I got. I have uh, multi cables now. For yeah, you. I have one yeah. of those too. Exactly. So it's, it's like if somebody else needs it, they can always have it. Yep. Um, yeah. So battery bank, charger, cables, z- <laughs> z- um, a bottle of water. Yep. Right, because the Javits Center has a refillable water station, so you can always refill your water bottle there instead of spending seven bucks for a bottle of Dasani. Yep. Uh, I, yeah, I refuse. I refuse. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse. Um, what else is there? I mean, that's the thing, because, like, you know, your kit is essentially, you know, the same as the same kit you would bring for, actually, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that you don't like to travel by air, but, like, you know, that's, it's, it's very similar. Like, backpack, um, you know, power bank, cables, bottle of water, and then, you know, I now have the, uh, you know, the bottle of water with a filter on it, so yeah. that's cool. Yeah, so um, it's, that's, like a person, that's like a personal little nicety, right? Yep. Yeah. Wet wipes. Wet wipes, yes. Wet wipes. Uh, Wet wipes and Sani. Convention halls, uh, they're great for the first hour. Yeah. And then they get very gross because obviously you're cramming thousands of people into a into a small, in a s- relatively small building. Obviously compared to like this, the amount of people that are actually inside of it. Right? Oh yeah, especially on a Saturday. Like you know, if you're Saturday, going on a Saturday, it's B- it's Bo City. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's rough. It's yeah. rough to do all that stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, wet wipes, sandy wipes. Wet wipes, sandy. Uh, I I always bring like a towel and extra socks with me now. And Band-Aids because I get blisters on my feet because, mm, yeah, I mean, yeah. actually, dude, that's one of the things I look forward to every year is, like, you know, you walk, like... You walk, like, like 15,000, like, 20,000 steps, you know, a day yeah. for the convention. Oh, I love... Uh, dude, and that, like, yeah, I, I love, like... <laughs> I love the weight loss I get from Comic-Con. Yeah. Well, I, I can't say that because, for me, I'm, I'm constantly I'm constantly eating. Because <laughs> it's always after Comic-Con is, like, hey, we're going to go to Koreatown. We're going to grab we're gonna grab a bite to eat. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so, I, like, I was like, oh, well, so much for burning calories for the day. Yeah, but you earned it. So it's, yeah, it's, it's why worth not. it. Exactly. It's, it's worth fine. it. Yeah, it's worth it. Um, yeah, that's yeah, the kind of thing, too, I guess. Uh... I always try to dress appropriately, right, for the yeah. for the day. Even if it's, like, warm out, you still want to be able to take off a layer. Yeah. Because it's going to get real warm in the convention center real oh, yeah. quick. Uh, comfy shoes. Comfy right? shoes. I was going to say that's that's probably number one. That is probably kid. the most important thing. Yeah. yeah for, for Like, if you're cosplaying, sorry. that you're, you're committing for the cosplay, right? Yeah. Uh, there are some chicks that I see who are dressed up in a cosplay for the whole day and they're wearing like heels. I'm heels. like, I'm, like, it's part of like part of me is like saluting, like yeah. good on you for doing it, committing to the bit. 
I absolutely will not. Like I have, I have like for the I did the Iro and the Wong cosplay, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Toms, I, right? I was wearing like Toms ish. Yeah, I'm not getting sponsored by Toms now. <laughs> there goes a sponsorship, right? Um, but like those are not great for the feet, especially if you're walking the whole day. Yeah. Like, I personally, I I don't like them for 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 that because they're for me. There's not enough padding. Yep. Uh, which is funny because I wear minimalist sneakers, but like no, they, these specifically like have a very weird foot feel for me. Yep. And it, though it fits the costume, like they're like brown, they usually match. They match the color of the cosplays that I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking like two hours in, three hours in, my feet are killing me. Yeah. And like I think those are rough to wear. Yeah. Um But like for for the day that I'm not cosplaying and I'm just dressed up, dressed up normal. Yeah, I'm wearing you know like a pair of my New Balances or my Reeboks, or... which I got to thank you for. You know, I, I switched over to the New Balance from Skechers, and like it's it's the next level in comfort. Yeah, no, yeah. they're absolutely again. Those are probably my favorite sneaker as of right now. Um, but yeah, for like comfort, like I you you need a good pair of like walking slash running shoes. You're gonna be on your feet the whole day. You want something that has a little bit of give, a little bit of support. Um, just make, and especially if you're waiting in line all day, you yeah. have something that'll give you a little bit of cush, actually. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, speaking of which, if you're if you're one of those dudes who waits in uh, in line all day, mm-hmm. uh, folding chair. Yep. I was gonna say. Yeah, I I noticed it from uh from Norman all of them like yep. they, a lot of them bring like a little camping chair. Yep. Uh, if you're spending your day in line, you might as well not stand the whole time. Yeah. Like what I noticed last year was like people are like having those uh, camping chairs that are like that that the cylinder ones now. Yeah, they're like kind of kind of like unscrew yeah. kind of deal. Yeah, 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 I know those ones. Yeah. Yeah. Because the year before that was a little triangle stool ones. Yep. Yeah, like it's like literally three posts like kind of screwed together, and then they just make a little bit of cloth, just enough for you to just to, just to sit on basically. That's just, that's literally all it is. Yeah. If you're if you're sitting in line for like an hour plus. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of like the kit, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Because you also don't want to carry too much, because you are probably gonna be buying stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you kind of hope. I mean, that's what you, that's one of the things you go you, you go for. You know? Yeah, like yeah. You, 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 this is a day for consuming. Yeah, like you, 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 like, you know, we <laughs> it's rampant capitalism, but we're just gonna go in for it. Right? Yeah, Why like not? if you ever go into a con, you're not there to save money. No, you, there to spend. You, yeah. you 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 have to acknowledge. That's another thing too. You have to acknowledge you're gonna be spending money. Yeah. Um, either on food, on merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, depending on what you what you do and don't buy. For me, the last couple of years, I've been doing a lot of Artist Alley stuff. Yep. That's been a lot of the merch that I've been getting. Like, aside from, like, getting some of the collectibles, right, some of the pins that I that I really want, uh, I've been spending a lot of time in Artist Alley, uh, and that's where I've been buying a lot of my stuff recently. Actually, that's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, and it's kind of funny, because, like, you know, you it's usually in a completely separate part of the building, but then you see all kinds of different stuff, and it's great. Like, you know, like, like when we started going to Comic-Cons, like, oh, wow, you know, Marvel, DC, all these big names, and then yeah. after all, it's like... No, I really like these little names. Yeah, yeah. Where like we get to see some like artists actually doing their their spin on stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also because Artist Alley also has like big name artists too. Oh yeah. Right. Like um, they had the, one of the artists for Ren and Stimpy was there a couple years. He did like every year I think, from my understanding, right? Yep. I forget. His, I'm so bad at names. <laughs> but I know uh, Kuya Norm has like his he he has like, a sketch and like a autograph from him. I think it was. Yep. Um. Chris Claremont was a was a long line. Yeah. Um, uh, anyone anyone who does Batman, anyone who does Spawn. Yep. Like they're usually all there, and they're those lines are also always like cut off lines. Yep. Like you know, three hours. I'm like, okay, we're cutting off here. We're no no more sign ups kind of deal. Yep. That's perfectly fine if you, especially if you're a big fan of those people, right? You yeah. you want to line up. You want to get a, a piece of custom art or a signature from them. That's exactly. Perfe- that's perfectly fair. Yeah. Yeah, for me it's like I've been I've been doing Artist Alley for like random merch for smaller things that I I enjoy that you're not gonna find on the main floor. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, f- I have like a, oh yeah, on my wall right now, I have the Majora's Mask print that I bought from somebody, right? Oh, you got a ton of great stuff on your wall that we that we got from Comic-Con. Yeah, like m- most of the posters in my room, uh, I mean, I should be framing them, honestly. Uh, but like, they're all from Artist Alley. Uh, but yeah, the folder right behind you right there, the fairy tale one? Yep. Yeah, the one you got from me? Uh, that was the one year that I couldn't go. That was 2017, I think it was, right? I believe so. Yeah. There's there's more posters in there that I've just kind of thrown in there just to hold them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't even had a chance to put them up yet. I want to frame certain things. Oh yeah, I got them in tubes all over my basement. Like yeah, this. yeah. I just want to like I want to put them up, but it's like I want to put them up properly. Yeah, type of deal. Um, but yeah, there's just plenty of stuff that I I, was, I just want to put up myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, lot a lot of like smaller, not small, smaller things that I enjoy. Right. That are just not going to be on the main floor from like a major distributed, like, you know, major company, right? Yeah. Like, there's, there, there's like, you know, uh, what is it? Like, Shonen Jump is there. You yep. know what I mean? They always are. Uh, Viz Media, right? The anime companies. Yep. They're there. But they sometimes the thing that they sell is not something that I really, really want. Or like, it's just like, it's merch for a series that I don't particularly follow. Yeah. But then I go off to Artist Alley and I'm like, and I'll find a piece of art from this like game that was like big in 2017. You know what I mean? And yep. they're still making art for me. Like, oh, sick. You know, like, this is a really awesome. It's a really cool piece of art, and I really, really enjoy it, or I like the style of it. Um, so, yeah, like I'll, I'll do Artist Alley a lot, especially as of late. And I think our friends, have, a couple of our friends have like, started shifting over to Artist Alley as well, too, because they've realized how dope some of the stuff is in there is. Oh, definitely, yeah. Who was the one at New York Comic Con this year? The little, uh, the Japanese girl. Oh, Peach Momoko? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, like, I've seen her style before. I didn't know, I, I knew she, she must have been big, because everyone was waiting for her. Oh, I, I mean... And I've seen some yeah. of her stuff. I just didn't. I just don't particularly do comics that much anymore. I, I've been, I'm, not, I'm not a big comic guy anymore. Right, because she does Marvel stuff now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. That's what I saw. And uh, uh, one of the people I was in line with, they came all the way from Texas, and they brought like their collection with them for her to sign. Wow. Yeah, it was it was like, it was cool because I, I look and they just let me like thumb through their whole box of like you know prints that they wanted to sign, mm-hmm. and clearly they're fans. You know what I mean? Like because they because they weren't getting like. Just the signature, they were getting yeah. like Peach Momoko 2 person. Wow, yeah, that's so clearly they're not trying to resell it. That's a big thing, right? That's impressive. Yeah they, yeah, they clearly wanted it for themselves for their own collection, which is awesome because, like, you know, obviously, obviously like, that's been an issue, not issue, right? <sighs> yeah, I would say so because I mean, there's the 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 you know, the resellers, scalpers, whatever you want to call them, right? People who are just getting merch to, to, to just flip on, you know what I mean, type of deal, yeah. There's been a lot of that the last couple of years. It's blown up, and it absolutely has been for the last two years now. And that was the big thing with uh, Peach Momoko last year, where like you know there were actually fights in line. And yeah, like, and, and that, that that's the thing that we got to talk about too. Like you know, you go to cosplay, you go to have fun. Like just have fun. Don't pick a beef with anyone. Don't you know? Like, yeah, yeah. The whole point of it is to be fun. Yeah, you want to just enjoy yourself. And it's funny, right? Because like this is a nerd convention. People used to get made fun of for going to nerd conventions, you know yeah. what I mean? But now it's like it's now it's mainstream to be a nerd. Oh yeah. Um Oh it's a badge of honor. Yeah, it's a badge of honor now, exactly. Yeah. Uh and it's 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 weird because yeah, the fact that like do you think it's an issue of like New York Comic Con? Like, is, is it kind of like a victim of its own success? I think so. Yeah, it's it's massive now. Yeah. I mean, it was still not as big as as San Diego Comic Con, obviously, right? So well, yeah, that's and that's massive. Like that's a big convention. It's crazy, and but, yeah, it's kind of funny they mentioned that before because like you know going back to the getting the whole tickets thing. Like I tried to get tickets for uh, San Diego one year, and like you know Con- New York Comic Con will sell out in a matter of hours, you know such and such. But like you know for San Diego, it, you're talking minutes. Like yeah. if you're not there, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'd say you're right. And that, that's also like, you know, like what I think Buffalo would probably agree with and some of the other people, they're saying that like, you know what? You know, they're not like in New York's yeah, NYCC as much. Uh, you know, like you, I, I think you said you like PAX more. 
PAX is my favorite convention now. Yeah. I like I've only been to it once. And I'm like I had more fun at the one PAX than I've had at the last like three New York Comic Cons. Well, also because we've been running and trying to snipe, and you know, yeah, that, this, that part well, wasn't as yeah. Fun. So well, I guess we'll, yeah. we'll, touch on, we'll touch on that a little bit now. I guess actually, sure. So uh, away from NYCC, uh, I started going to Anime NYC and PAX East specifically. Uh, so Anime NYC uh, is in the Javits Center as well, um, same convention center as uh, as New York Comic Con, but much smaller scale. So much more manageable. Much more manageable. Uh, still pretty busy. You know, there's still a lot of exclusives and stuff like that. But much smaller. And it's funny because I, uh, I'm gonna say something. <laughs> Put me out a little bit. I used to not want to go to Anime NYC because one, it used to be like a week after New York Comic Con. Yeah. And bef- even before that, like 2013, 2014, when it was still kind of like growing, it was like a corner of New York Comic Con. It was very small back then. Now it's bigger. Now it's its own convention, which is awesome, right? Yeah. But there's a a bit of me that is the judgmental weeb. I'm a weeb. I will I will gladly admit this, right? I'm a weeb. I love anime. I love manga, and I'm like a bit of an elitist. I yeah. will I will absolutely say, like I'm not you know like uh, I like I'm 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 not that proud of it. But I was like I make I make fun of people who like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. When only Dragon Ball Z. You know what I mean? Like they or only only Bleach, only Boku no Hero, only whatever flavor show Shonen Jump is putting out at the moment, right? Right, because yeah, because it's kind of funny because I kind of fall into that camp, like Attack on it's Titan. It's like the entry level. Yeah. Entry, it's it's fine. I'm, yeah. I am. I like. I tr- I've tried to get away from it, but there's a bit <laughs> of me who's an elitist. Absolutely, there is, and I can't get away from it. But there's like a there's a, like a, a weirdness to like anime fans, because there's there's even more weeb than you. Yeah. And I th- and and I think it's because there's a difference between being like a weeb and being self-aware. Because I'm self-aware, I yeah. understand that I'm a weeb, and I I get that I'm cringy sometimes. And, yeah. But it's like, but I also don't go around speaking broken Japanese and like you know pretending that I'm from Japan. <laughs> you know. Um, and also, you're not a snob. You yeah, know, like yeah. Cause no, like, I am. <laughs> I'm a snob, to be fair. Oh yeah, I mean, not as much. And that's the thing. Like that's one of the reasons why I actually haven't gone to anime because like I'm like the you know like. Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer guy. So it's funny, yeah. you would actually fit in much better. Really? Yes. Because no. me being a snob, I feel, I'm like, it feels weird because I had this judgment of like, you fucking normies. <laughs> just like, <laughs> you and your entry level anime, get the hell out of my. And, and I used to think also as well, like, I, like, weebs have like a bit of weird to them, right? Like, the ones who are like not self conscious. Right. You know, like, uh, do you remember Glomping? Or glomping, yeah. Do you remember that? I think so. Yeah. yeah. When Go people would like aggressively hug, you know, they would like throw themselves on each other, to, like hug aggressively. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I hated that shit. Get the fuck off me. You yeah. know, that was like my. That was like, and I had friends who were like, you know, friends who were weeds back in high school who like did that shit. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, get off me. Um, and then it's also like. Well, also because you're not like one of those like touchy feely kind of guys. Like yeah. I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger, so I might ha- I might be more amenable yeah, to it. But, but even then, it's just yeah. like it's too much. It's aggressive, yeah. and I, it's I, aggressive. I don't like that. Yeah. Um. There was like Yowie paddles. Do you remember that? No. This is, is this is a weird part of the of like the anime fan, right? There would literally be a dude wearing like, having one of those like like wooden paddles. It just says Yowie paddle. You know what huh. Yowie is? No. Aggressively gay anime or oh. or like manga or, or like hentai. It's kind of funny because you say Yowie paddles. I'm like Yowie paddles. Yowie. Are we talking like Y A O I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I, I thought you're like, and I'm like, why? Why? And, and people would just people just paddle each other. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Get the fuck away from me. Oh. So like, it's, it's that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a bit of like a weirdness in the anime community that I'm like, I I try to distance myself away from. Okay. And again, cringy weebs. I was like, stay the fuck away from me. Because again, I'm a self aware weeb. That's yeah. there's the there's the there's the line. 
Yeah. I'm self-aware that I'm a weeb. So yeah. I, I'm very aware of like, like I don't just let go because, oh, I'm around my people. I can be as weird as I want. No, fuck you. You're still in public. <laughs> um, I'm going to go on a fucking rant. <laughs> um, hey, go but for yeah, it. No, like, that, that's why I didn't want to go to MAYC. For a long time, I didn't want to go to like a dedicated anime convention because hmm. you know even when we go to like New York Comic Con, there's like there's like that weeb corner back yeah. in the day. Remember again before when anime was, was its own thing, yeah. they had like a corner. Yeah, it was the basement. And it, and it, <laughs> yeah, basically, it was in the back corner of the main floor, and it felt like oh, this is where all the anime stuff is getting pushed to. Right, 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 right. Body right. pillows, you know, lewd, more lewd stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? That's like that's in the corner. That's the weeb shit. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. And again, I say weeb shit as a weeb. Yeah. Like, you know, like, um, but there's very clear, and you can also tell these are like, I don't want to say this. Go ahead. They're basement dwellers. Yeah. They're they're the people who are like, you know, like the stereotypical quote unquote nerd. Yeah. Where you think of somebody who stays in their basement, doesn't shower, they only watch anime, and that's yeah. where they are. You know, it's, just, it's a stereotype. But like, there was definitely a lot of that there, right? And they got the body pillows with the the sticky covers. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's weird. You know what I mean? The, 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 that's why I didn't want to go to Anime NYC for a while. But I went I went the last two years. And it was fun. It was a lot more fun than I than I like initially thought it to be. You know what I mean? There's still a little bit of a weirdness to it, right? There's people right. who are like hardcore anime fans. Yeah, because there's this thing, right? There's people who are like fans of like pop culture stuff, like Marvel. The, this stuff is big now. Nerdism is big now, right? Yeah. But there are people. But then there would be the people who are like, oh, don't go to New York Comic Con, but only go to Anime YC. Right. To me, that's like a, that's like a weird like you. Oh, you only watch anime. Hmm. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but also from the standpoint where like, it's like it makes sense, but it's dumb, right? <laughs> like my, like my, my my thought process, like it's it's like it has some merit. Yeah. But it's also like I'm very judgmental because of it. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, part of me is like, you know, you do you. If you don't like the. You know, especially like, you know, for example, you know, I have, you know, my sister's more of an introvert, although I did get her into N- uh, to NYCC, so yeah, it's cool. Yeah, well, that's good, yeah. But, you know, like, she would be probably more amenable to going to Anime NYC than, you know, other people. And, you know, yeah, for example, like for the introverts, Anime NYC may be more where it's at as opposed to NYCC, where especially NYCC on a Saturday. Yeah, it's busy. Yeah, yeah. like if you're an introvert, uh, yeah, I don't know, I, yeah. Yeah, um, NYCC is much more manageable, small convention, yeah. but it's still pretty busy. Yep. Uh, and again, if you're into anime and stuff, it's nice. It's nice to be like specifically if you're into anime, it's there. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, some more artists. Again, they have like their own like artist alley section where mm-hmm. you're gonna get a lot more dedicated anime stuff, anime related stuff, right? Um, VTubers is a big thing that I'm really into, right? I'm gonna find more of that stuff at Artist Alley in Anime NYC than at Artist Alley in New York Comic Con. Right, and if for those listeners who haven't uh, who don't know about VTubers, check out a previous episode. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the plug, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So, yeah, um, Anime was, like a, was like a fun experience now for the last two years that I've enjoyed because, again, it's not as not as intense as... Yeah, that, that's a good way to call it. It's not yeah. as intense as New York Comic Con is. Oh, New York Comic Con's intense, and like I can't even imagine what San Diego's like. Yeah, abso- it sounds absolutely insane to yeah. me. And then, uh, what is it? PAX. Uh, PAX is dope because I'm really into video games, right? That's the whole point of this podcast. Right. Well, part of this podcast. We talk about other stuff other than just video games. A large part, though. Well, large part. Yeah. But PAX is dope because I get to have, like, a hands-on on, like, a bunch of indie games. And some bigger titles, too. Like, last year, Baldur's, their Baldur's Gate had a booth. Um... Uh, Gearbox Studios had a booth for Tiny Tina's uh, for, for Tiny Tina's Adventure World, whatever the hell it was called. I, I, I didn't play the I didn't play the game, but they're, they're a big studio. They're technically like a major studio, right? Uh, they were there, and then there's a bunch of like 
I think they call themselves Triple I Studios, like indie. Mm-hmm. But you know, Triple like A Games. Yeah. Triple A Games is you know you'd think about your your Sony's, like you know your EA, EA yeah. uh, Activision, Ubisoft. Yeah. Um, you know Microsoft in general. Right nowadays, Blizzard, whatever. Right. Yeah. Triple I is like Devolver Digital, Tiny Build. These these indie games that are like. They're still technically indie games because they're smaller teams making them, but mm-hmm. they're indie teams that have like money because they've had previous successful projects. Um, so again, like Devolver Digital, they made like you know, um, uh, I think they made Enter the Gungeon. They have another one coming out real soon. Pepper Grinder, I think, is coming out as well this year. Uh, think of like games like Hades. You know what I mean? That's oh, okay, technically yeah. that's technically an indie game, but that is a big indie game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hollow Knight is technically an indie game. Oh wow! You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Uh, Ori and the Blind Forest was was technically an indie game, but then they were eventually supported by Microsoft. Yep. So games like that that are technically like big budget indie games versus small two man team indie games. Yeah, that's that's kind of where the division is. Right. But every one of those is there, which is cool because I got to I got to speak to like there was like a a game that I played called Blind Fate that was there last year, right? Uh, French indie team development team. Uh, I would have never heard of this game unless I went there. Wow! Because they, uh, you know, I saw it there. I saw the aesthetic. I was like, "This is a cool looking game." They let me try it, um, and I, I remember they they like gave, they let me like try the demo like twice because I failed the the boss during the demo. But they were like, "Oh, you clearly like can play video games." You know what I mean? Like you yeah. you you you, you kind of picked up on the system real quick. You just you messed up. Well, let's just try it again. You know what I mean? And then yeah. they, they were talking to me about like how the game uh, plays and how. They're expecting to work on the game, and because the game was basically ready-ish to come out, there was I think they were like final touches kind of deal, and they mm-hmm. kind of promote in the promotion series. Yeah, and it was dope because I got to talk, actually talk to the developers. You nice. know what I mean? Stuff like that. Same with like a Power Chord was a game that's like a card builder roguelike game from them that I got to play as well too, and I got to talk to developers from that one as well too. And yeah, like that's kind of my thing as of late. Is like uh, as of the the like the last convention that I really really enjoyed is because I got. to actually try stuff out which is really really cool because PAX is like a very like hands on public facing that's okay. it's called yeah I think that's probably a good way to, to call it it's, it's meant for the public to get their hands on video games and actually try stuff out versus like you know uh, E3 which is more of like a journalist focused type of thing okay you know got I mean? it yeah but PAX is very much so focused on letting people come and try stuff out which is why I think there's a really really cool convention. Yep. And there's still some cool stuff. You know, the merch is cool there. The merch is, like the merch designs are very cool. They have a pin hunt type of deal. Yep. Where you can do like some pin trading. You know, there's always an exclusive pin set for that year, but it's not like a New York Comic Con pin set where like I have to like worry about running to specific booths to try to get stuff. Yeah. I can just go to the same booth once an hour and just like roll a dice and see if I can get it or not. Oh, nice. Really chill. Really really relaxed. And then they also have the thing like, hey, if you see a pin on the board, just trade another pin for it. You can get it. Very cool. simple. Like you know, I mean, like, pinboard trading is not it's not a new thing, right? Yeah. But because it's much less of that like scalper, like you know, fiending type of mentality there. Yeah. It's way more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's yeah, that's something that I really didn't appreciate the past few years about uh, New York Comic Con because yeah, yeah and, and you know, there's the pin hunting too, which I started to get into. I got a bunch of exclusives, but then like, yeah, it, it becomes work, and I'm gonna yeah. do work. I wanna enjoy. No, I'm trying. To, yeah, this yeah. the biggest thing like. At the end of the day, for conventions, you, you're there to enjoy yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Why would why why would you spend all this? I mean, if you're into if you're into that stuff, that's perfectly fine. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the the we have plenty of friends who just spend three days like fiending for stuff, and then the last yeah. day is for them. Yeah, you know what I mean? There's plenty of that stuff. Yeah, perfectly fair. And yeah, and if that's you, you know, do that's, you? That's if yeah. that's you, that's you. You know, for me, I I just don't have it in me to spend my all my 
like I I don't want to like personally give up like a whole day just like look trying to buy stuff that I I'm just trying to make a buck. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if it happens to fall into my lap, yeah, sure I'll take it. Exactly. But like I'm not I'm not grinding three hours to go get one thing to make a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Not doing it yeah. personally. Whatever. Personally, yeah, same, yeah. Um, but what about you? Anything for like convention wise that you want to go set up anytime soon, or anything anything aside from New York Comic Con you've been to recently? I don't know. That's actually the thing I wanted to mention because um, you know that's what a lot of people have been saying. Like they say that actually you know what C two E twos they like better, WonderCon they like better, Emerald City yeah, they like I, better. Yeah, Emerald City is very very cool because it's yeah. big but it's not massive. Yeah, and it's it's in the, it's in the same family as New York Comic Con. It's just not this like you said you're like way too bigger than it really needs to be. Yeah, the um, victim of its own success. Yeah. It, Victim of his own success. Perfect. Yeah, perfectly said. Yeah. And that's one of the things. I was thinking of going to those. I mean, this year's a big year for me, and I'm going to be busy. But uh, one of the things I do and, you know, look forward to is bringing, uh, you know, future wifey to uh, your Comic-Con and getting her involved in, you know, yeah, she she's already put a ring on it, so she can't say no. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah, you're coming with me. <laughs> yeah, and like it depends on those, especially if they, they don't have conventions, you know, pe- or people in general who, like, aren't from the New York tri-state area type of deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's conventions are everywhere nowadays, right? Yep. They are. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say that we're the only place that has conventions. We're no. not. Yeah. But, like, when you think of, like, a big convention, people, you think, usually Comic-Con. You yep. know what I mean? That's big. So, you know, New York's, and, and the, the ones everyone knew before was New York Comic-Con and San Diego Comic-Con. That was it. Yep. So, I mean, like, even though there's more out there now, it's perfect, you know, the, there's, like, it's still one of those things that, like, I feel like everyone, if you're a nerd... You should at least try to experience one. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's that's the way I see it. Like And again, like, however you... And just, like, again, like, do the typical prep for a convention. Like, yep. you know, like, again, see what you want to see, see what you want to pick up, panels, all the stuff, exclusive... Per- if you want to buy stuff, buy stuff. Again, the whole point is that if you're supposed to have fun, yeah. you're going to spend money. That's just, just the thing. You're just going to spend money no matter what. Yeah. But, you know, like, just at least be prepared for it, right? We talked about, we talked a little bit of a, actually pretty decent amount about how we prep for stuff like this nowadays, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, it's, and, our, and our thought process has changed over the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. Before. Which makes me wonder, I'm like, have we turned into con snobs now? Like, <laughs> A little bit, right? I mean, especially you and me. Yeah. I know this for sure because obviously we're, we're bitching about it in the drive, on the drive back home to Jersey, right? <laughs> we're just like, oh, man, like this sucked. Or like, oh, this was cool because this thing, this very specific thing that no one else cares about, but yeah. we do. Yeah. We're like, this thing was made so much easier this year. Love it. No one else is going to think about that stuff yeah. but us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people who, people who go to conventions on a regular or at least one convention very like every year that we know we notice these minor changes, right? We yeah. notice that stuff. Um, and again, because we're in a very and we again even we have um, some of our other friends who are even more specific because they do the merch stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like for us, we just kind of realize the creature comforts that are better for people who are relatively casual, but like have but are like veterans of a convention. You know what right. I mean? That's how we yeah. see it. And that's also why like I love bringing first timers. Like I've, I think I've done it pretty much almost every year where I'll bring. Somebody new, hey, I've never been to Comic Con. Like, let's go. I got you. Yeah. 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 Especially, yeah. especially seeing them, they're like, uh, kind of like how they like react to the first time of being there. Right. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like I remember seeing your sister, like, was like, oh, there's a lot of stuff here, but it, this is pretty cool. Like, the yeah. energy, the energy is like definitely like a new thing that you're not used to, mm-hmm. but it's like sick. This is kind of awesome. You yeah. know what I mean? And then, and then you see their, <laughs> you, then you see our friends like starting to get worn down throughout the day. <laughs> and they're like, like yeah, it happens every first time. It's like it happens. We yeah. get it. Like you, you, if you need a moment, to go find a quiet corner and chill for a bit. You know what I mean? Oh, and that's actually one of the other tips that we got to bring up. Like, yeah, if your feet are hurting, you need some time away. Pick a panel. Go into you know, like go into like a less traffic oh, panel. Yeah, yeah. Sit in the back. Put your feet up. 
rest for a bit, and who knows, you might get some free merch or you know, yeah, might see something interesting. That's yeah. a cool thing. Yeah, absolutely. Also, uh, I've been noticing a lot more in conventions recently. They usually have a quiet area now. I'll go to like the game corner. You know, I mean, the board game board game area. It's a little more quiet because it's not as busy, but it's people buying like dice and tabletop accessories and stuff like that. That's cool. Is you know, there's still a whole section for people who do that stuff specifically, but it's also much quieter than the main floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can also usually sit down. Yep. There's usually chairs. There's nothing. There, yeah. There's nothing wrong with tapping out for like ten minutes. Yeah. Right? You know, fifteen twenty minutes if you need to recharge, especially if you're like an introvert. Yeah. Like a hardcore introvert. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm an, I'm introverted and like I I I don't like crowds. Um. It's, it's like it's genuinely exhausting for me to be in a crowd for like a whole day. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I hate people by the end. But like, especially for me, especially because we do two. I usually do two or three days in a row, right? Yeah. By the uh, second or third day, I'm like, I don't want to be around people ever again for the next. You know, like I, I'm talking hyperbole here, obviously, right? But it's like, yeah, get the fuck away from me. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I, I'm so tired of people. Um, so it's like I need to be away from people for a little bit, just so that way I make sure I don't just like. Start getting cranky. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a big thing for me. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's in most conventions now, there's like a quiet area, like a dedicated quiet area, or like you can usually find the quieter areas. Most, like a lot of the, like the nerdier, like the nerdy conventions, like in again, New York Comic Con, stuff like that, um, Kotaku Con, uh, what's the one in Maryland, the, the one at the Gaylord Hotel? Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot what it is. Is that Kotaku Con? It might be Kotaku Con, right? It might be. It might be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, otaku con, sorry, what the fuck am I talking about? Otaku, yeah, yeah it, might be, it might be otaku con. Um, a lot of them have like a quiet area or like a board game area or like a tabletop or a video game area type of deal. You know what yep. I mean? So like it's kind of cool. Like they, do, they they let you like play stuff there for a bit and just kind of. It's funny because that area would be quieter. Uh, again, there's like tables and chairs to sit down on, and just chill for a bit. There's nothing wrong with tapping out for like again like 10, 20, 30 minutes. Just to recharge yourself and before you hit the floor again. Right. And I mean, yeah, because, dude, you know me. You, I'm, I'm an extrovert. And yeah. it's it's you, to the point you where. You love being around. Yeah. You, you love, like, the bustling energy of it. Yeah. It's fun for, for like, the first, like, little bit for me. And then I, I'm like, okay, I need to, like. Yeah. I need to focus in and try to drown things out for me. Yeah. And even me, like, as, as a severe extrovert, like, even times I'm like, I need to just close my eyes. My eyes have seen too much. Just give me, like, a, you know, time power nap if possible. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because like we're, we're we're at a convention that's so so damn loud, and we find a way to just take a five minute nap in a corner. Yep, <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> but you know we, we'll we'll do it, we'll, especially if we need to. Like, yeah, you, uh, like that second day usually we're running on like very little sleep to begin with. That's yeah, that's a big thing for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you're running the adrenaline, and yeah, that's another area where the panels come, are, are are super clutch. Like you go to a panel, and then like yeah, it's kind of funny. I've knocked out in panels that like I actually wanted to go to. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah no, I, I get you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess let's, let's start. Let's start wrapping up here, and we'll talk about the end of the day stuff, right? Again, how you kind of do your stuff, right? Yeah. As we mentioned before, we're gonna expand on a little bit more now, right? For us, we've stopped traveling into the city via public transport. We've just we don't do it anymore. World. Yeah. We're veterans. We're, we we can't do this anymore, right? Our friends still do it. Good for yeah. them. <laughs> I, I'm no, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I have. I'm an adult. I have money now. Yeah, I'll I'll pay. I'll throw I'll throw money at the project and the, the, at the issue to not have that issue anymore. I mean, especially since we threw money like tons of money already at the con, like getting I, like paying pay, paying eighty dollars for parking. I will gladly do that, so I don't have to walk through New York with a fuck ton of bags. I will gladly do that nowadays, especially for splitting that cost. Yeah, exactly. So like we mentioned before, we we ride together into the city now. I'll 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 drive I'll drive up to Jeff's place. He lives north of me, which so he's closer to the city, right? Go to his place. Um, will like prep at his place at his house and then go into the city from there 
and we'll usually take his car. His car's a little bit bigger than mine. Or we, we, we'll take, we'll take, we take turns. Well, so, it's it's not about how big it is. It's how you use it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, we're, we're, trying to be like, we're trying to be, like, fair. You know what I mean? Like, you drove uh, this year. You drove the first day. I drove the second day. Just to be just to be fair. Yeah. And uh, luckily, luckily, my car has a big enough trunk that I can... We, if we did a bunch of shopping the second day, we could still easily just, like, just toss it in. We're like, move along kind of deal, right? Yeah. And the reason why that's also nice is, like, you know, at the end of the day, we have, uh, as I said before, merch. There's a lot of merch. Uh, it's also like if you're with friends who are not from the area, uh, you know. Again, for us, we're talking we're talking specifically about New York, but this is talk, this this covers for anywhere else, right? It's nice to have your car if you want to grab a bite to eat afterwards. Yeah, and you're not just try, trying to tap out right away. Like was it the first the last last Comic Con 2022, We went to Fort Lee. We grabbed the we grabbed a was it like a burger and like dessert right afterwards? Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was great. Like cause we were like we wanted a bite to eat. We could find out like a local spot, a local ish spot to you, right? Mm-hmm. And just like chilled afterwards, yeah, which is nice, right? And then they're like previous years, twenty one, right? Twenty twenty one, we went to Koreatown. Was it twenty? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was the same year that we did um, the Harry Potter, costume. the Harry Potter, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, that was my Uncle Iroh costume. Yeah. So like, we like instead of us walking th- across the city just to go back to Koreatown, which at least at least if you're taking the train back into the, uh, back to Jersey, it's right there. Yeah, which is nice. But like, if you're carrying a bunch of stuff, you still don't want you still don't want to take that walk. Like walking from the Javits Center back to Penn Station is still like a 15, 20 minute walk. Yeah. If you're fast, I'm a slow walker. But then, you know, go back to Koreatown, you're, you're still in, uh, especially for me, it's like I didn't want to be in costume anymore. So at least I can take off like the top layer of my costume, look more, a little more regular, you know, when we go yeah. into a restaurant to grab a bite to eat. So, you know, if you have, if I get it, if you don't have like a vehicle or if you, if it's, you don't, it's not within your budget to pay, to like pay for parking. Mm-hmm. I get it. Perfectly fine. Take public transport. Do, you just deal with like the annoyances of like the public, public transport, right? Just, just know what you're getting into. Know what you're getting into. Yeah. Again, like, like there was a couple of years where I remember like we walked back uh, with our Queen and Norm and uh, at the Joe says, right? We, we, wrote, we walked back to, uh, from uh, Javits Center back to Penn Station. Carrying massive Car- bags. Each of us, all three of us carrying a book bag. And two massive bags under each arm. And when we're talking about massive, we're talking about like we're not talking like you know like big tote bags. We're talking like huge, like you're moving, like you're moving houses. Yeah, like this, like the the bag itself is like I don't know, maybe like two and a half feet wide, like you know, like three, four feet tall. I mean, like, you could you could fit a body in there. Yeah, like it's, maybe it's, even two. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, like it's it's like four. It's a four foot tall bag. You're supposed to, the whole point of it is you put it on your uh, over your shoulder. Yep. Like you're you're carrying like a a bunch of merch. And if you're taking the train back, you know, you're you're the jerk, you know, kind of eating up all that space. You know what I mean? Especially especially at the end of the night, just kind of busy in New York. It's like, it's, it's annoying. It's annoying to be carrying all that stuff. At least if you bring your own car, if you, have the, if you have the means to do it, I would say do that. You know what I mean? Again, especially if you can ride together with people, split the cost, why not, right? And it's also fun. It's also fun because yeah. it's, it's a much more relaxed experience, especially for some, uh, especially at the end of the night if you don't want to talk to anybody anymore <laughs> and not do, or not deal with people anymore. You can be like, okay, I'm back in like the isolation of my car. Yeah, it's nice to have that back again. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? That's that's the big thing for us. Um, and the convention. Do you usually try to hit up any booths at the end of, at the end of the night before you dip out? Definitely. Uh, and actually, that's one thing that we do want to talk about too, because there uh, maybe it is a myth. Because you know, someone said that you know at the end of the day, especially on say like Sunday or end of Saturday, there are booths trying to get rid of stuff. Yeah. And remember, like <laughs> like I think it was you, me, Maynard, and like some other people. Uh, I think Ray also. We were trying to like, hey, trying to get a discount on some some art prints, and the guy just wouldn't budge. And we're like, 
Wow, we waited. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we waited till the end of the day to do it. I'm like, we could just got in the beginning and... We just got it over with and not yeah. have to wait for this dude, yeah. Because <laughs> the price was the same. Yeah. I mean, because the thing is, like, yeah, it's like... Some people, some some artists who bring obviously if you're if you're vending at Artist Alley, you're bringing your own stuff, right? You, you some sometimes they're like, I'm not gonna be here the next. Day. I say they're only there for like the first two days, right? Yeah, I would. They want to move as much stuff those first two days. If they can, if they're still gonna get some money on it, they'll just do a discount on you. Sometimes, other times they're just like, yeah, they don't they don't budge on it. It's like, it's whatever, right? Some booths will have like uh, item limits. Yes, the first couple of days, especially the first especially the first couple of days. If they didn't move as much merch as they initially thought they were going to, sometimes they, the boot, the merch limit gets reduced or raised at the end of the day. End of the day, end of the night, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you looked at uh, one year on that with the uh, Nendroids, right? Yeah, New York Comic Con or Anime, Anime NYC. They had a couple Nendroids that I really wanted. I wanted three: one for me, one for a friend, and one and one I was going to open and like mess around with. And you you could see you could see it over there in my collection. So like, I was able to buy three without like because before the limit was one. Mm-hmm. Per person, and I was yeah. like, "That sucks." Because like, like, now, now that means I have to go here again the next day to try to try to get another one. Hopefully, they don't sell out. Uh, but luckily, the first night they didn't move a whole lot, so I was able to buy all three myself. I was like, cool, done. I don't have to worry about this anymore tomorrow. Um, yeah. So like, if you're trying to go for an, like an exclusive figure for yourself or whatever, try to swing by that booth later in the day because they will try to allocate stuff throughout the day so it's not all just sold out in the beginning of the, the day basically mm-hmm. they, 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 they know that people are they know that people are like fiending at the beginning of, beginning of the convention day they try to spread things out now yep um but it's worth it's worth a shot right it's yeah. always like at least try at the end of the day see if anyone anything left over um and especially like talk to the people who run the booths because some people are really, really nice they, they'll They'll like you know hold one for especially if they recognize you they'll like recognize you. oh yeah we'll hold one for you you know yep. what I mean they're not, they're not supposed to but <laughs> if you make if you make friends and you're genuinely just trying to get something for yourself some people are nice people most people are gen- like, especially if you're working the convention the, people are nice there come yep. on now hands on events that's another thing too uh, most of those things will be busy throughout the middle of the day if so hands on stuff like uh what was it Sony was there a couple of years ago where they had like the, pre- the predator game oh yeah that was busy during the beginning of the the middle of the day especially cuz everyone started rolling around lunchtime right yep my friend was there he was working for Sony at the time and he was saying like yeah you got to get here super early or try to come by at the end of the night where the crowds start to thin out and yep. it was like one of those ones again it was like hands on interactive events try to go at the beginning or the end D- during during that like lunchtime like 12 to like three o'clock rush yeah if, unless you have three hours to, to, to burn waiting in line you know spend your time doing more fun stuff don't don't waste it in line my opinion yeah like imagine like yeah you're paying for your time to be there and like three hours you spent online you know you go do some other stuff and then come back see if you can get lucky yeah. you know what i mean exactly like, um there's certain times it's you, that's it also works for merch too you know sometimes like a, like a a swarm, a swarm of people will be there early on, and then like you know, an hour, two hours later, the crowd kind of cleared out, and then you can kind of just like sneak into line real quick. You know what I mean? Like, oh, cool, like five, you know, ten and fifteen minute wait versus a two hour wait is way better, right? Like, sure, you risk selling out early on, but at least like, I didn't, I don't feel like I wasted like an hour or two waiting for something and getting screwed out of it anyway. Exactly, that's and that, a, that's that's, that's definitely happened to us. Yeah. At which point, like, if you are gonna do that and you know, get in line, like, go with your friends if they can, unless you got you know like, splitting up and like you know. You're yeah, running. you're you're splitting yeah. up your like your focus of attack and type. If one person tries to grab these, one you know you're grabbing these for everybody else type of deal. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But like you know, there's perfectly times when I just I was like, eh, we'll just hang out in line. But I'm not, I don't have, I'm not in a rush to do anything right now anyway. So screw it. I'll just hang out while you're in line, basically. Exactly. Yeah. 
if you can, stay till the end and maybe a little bit afterwards, you know, make some friends, you know, go check out some stuff, you know, people are packing up, but then like you get to see some things that you, you know, would be far too crowded, you know, in the middle of the day. Yeah. And also like um a lot of conventions start to have are starting to have like a post convention events too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the after parties. Yeah, yeah. like there's like after parties, there's um what is it? There was like a there's like a nerd karaoke thing a couple years ago, which was pretty cool. There's the costume contest, like the cosplay contest. Those, oh, are, those yeah. are usually done afterwards at like a stage after the main convention's closed already. Yeah, stuff like that. You know, I mean, there's, there's there's a lot more stuff other than just like the main convention that you should be like checking out for. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's all really that I got. Anything for you? I mean, you know, to to sum up, you know, going to a con, think of it as almost like a choose your adventure or like a like an in-person physical real life RPG. Figure out what character class you want to play. You want to go shopping. You want to go look at stuff. You want to do a blend of things. You want to go check out panels. You know, figure out what you want to do. And then, you know, go and enjoy it that way and, you know, know what you're in for. Yeah, you, you, know? have, a, you have a side quest. You yeah. know, you realize, you realize, oh, I should probably wait for this thing. That's your side quest. Exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, you have your main things that you want to see and pick up, figure it out. And then, like, you know, see some cool stuff along the way. Yeah. That's, that's how I see it. Because like, going in also with no game plan. Yeah. Is like it's fun, like like not having to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. But then, it, but then I always feel like I miss something. I mean, it really depends because yeah, especially like first timers go in and they maybe like figure out a couple things major that you want things. To do. Yeah, a couple like major two things. or three major things you want to do. Yeah, and then everything else is free for all. Exactly. Enjoy the open world. Yeah. Yeah. And, but like, if you're again, if you're a veteran, you have specific things you want to do. Then obviously, you're going to be more structured in your how you want to take on a convention, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. But I think that's going to be it for us on this episode. Again, thank, uh, it's a little bit different from the usual stuff. It's kind of just us shooting the shit this time. Again, I just came back from a convention, and I got to see like how I wanted to go about it. So, And I was just thinking about it. like How do every, how does everyone else kind of go about it? Because me and my friend Tim, who I went uh, to PAX with, you know, we, we look at conventions differently. So I was like, um, you know, how, do we, how does everyone else like, take, take a look at like, how they want to attack a convention and like, see what they want to see, right? Yeah. So it's kind, of, it kind of like a more casual topic for us to just like, shoot the shit on and talk about how, you know, at least how we think you should be doing conventions. Again, do them however you want, but this is the way for you to think about it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's kind of cool because, like, you know, the RPG aspect, like, it's kind of funny from your last episode when you were talking about, what was it, Kingdom of uh, Amalur? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny how you mentioned, like, you know, you wanted to go in, you know, what would you do if you were able to do it over again? And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I see I see the families going and bring their kid, and I'm like, you know, that's going to be me one of these days. Yeah, so. you're going to have to go about it in a different experience the next time you go there at exactly. some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're, you're, and at that point, you're no longer doing the typical waiting in line thing because you're, you're, it's a family event at that point. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I am not sniping uh, when you know when when I'm bringing the kid. And, you know, like, yeah, because once again, it's an RPG. You know, it grows with you. You have a different experience, and then you know either way, figure out how you want to enjoy it. Figure out how you p- want to play the game. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking us out again for this episode. Again, this is an extra episode that we were not. We were we don't usually do like the, too many extra episodes, but you know I feel like this was a good time to have an extra episode here going on. Um, so if you go ahead and give us a uh, like, you know, rate us five stars on every platform. Again, we're on on most streaming platforms anyway: Spotify, Google, Apple, uh, all the other good stuff. Right? Leave us a review, share with us with a friend. We'd appreciate the support. Take care. Okay, so we we have some other news coming up in the next upcoming weeks as well too. Uh, Jeff, you want to go ahead and. Let, let the information out there yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and be somebody's dad here in a couple of days so let's go <laughs> papa jack yeah yeah so that's happening relatively soon at the very least by april 
I am going to be somebody's father. So you're going to hear as much of me as I possibly can. You're going to see as much of me as I possibly can be around, but just know that I'm going to be somebody's dad here coming up pretty soon. So real busy. Yeah. I'll be a little busy. Yeah. That being said, you are still going to be in charge of at least your, your side of the uh, socials and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going completely zero dark 30. So if you do miss me, you can say hi on the Twitter page. I'll be there and uh, hopefully on the YouTube. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And I, um, I keep saying that I'm going to do something and then I don't. So yeah. We'll and uh, so with Jeff ha- going to be doing a little bit of uh, stepping away from the uh, the plate a little bit here. We have some other friends coming in, filling in possibly for some episodes. We have we already have episodes with me and Jeff still lined up already, but we may have a couple of other friends of mine hopping on. I know, I know for sure Jeff's not going to be gone. I, I, Jeff and I have already kind of scheduled in some other stuff is what we want to be doing specifically mm-hmm. for uh, in the next couple of months as well too. There's a very spe- there's a very special episode that me and Jeff have to be on, and we refuse to let that let that go by. Hell yeah, Jeff's not going away completely. He's going to be taking a step away for a little bit while we have a couple of friends fill in, and I'm, I'm like I swear like. They're coming in to fill in for Jeff and take, uh, you know, and uh, help out for a bit. Again, he's not, they're not replacing him. They're helping out, and I've got some really fun conversations with them already lined up, and some of them have already been recorded. And I'm really enjoying, ha- like, having another, another, as another set of friends here uh, to also, you know, really just talk about stuff that we're all nerds about, basically. For sure. Yeah, you can't get rid of me that easy. 